Well, kia ora, hello and welcome to the Coast Vineyard Podcast. Whether you're a regular or a first-time listener, it's so good to have you listening in. We hope and pray that wherever you may find yourself at today, that the message that you're about to hear would be helpful for your journey of faith. So without further ado, let's get into this week's message. So uh, isn't this cool just having a family service online on Mother's Day and, and such a great opportunity to talk today about how God wants to, uh, to be friends with us. And so what I want you to do, turn to someone near you and say, God wants to be my friend. Why don't you do that now? Oh, if, and if you're alone at home, maybe you can just go over to the window, push it wide open and yell out to the street, God wants to be my friend. What do you think? We'll see. We'll see if you, uh, we hear some stories about that. So let's talk about friendship. Do, do any of you have like a famous friend? It's a very weird thing when you hang out with a famous friend. You, you go out somewhere and what you find is that people recognize them and they're coming up and they're always wanting something from them. They're like, oh, can I get a selfie with you? Oh, could you sign my arm? And, and, when, uh, and then I'll get it turned into a tattoo or... Uh, could you just do a quick recording and just say hi to my wife? It's, uh, but th- those people that do that, they're not friends. They, they just want to, to use you or use the famous person for their own benefit. They just want to uh, be able to get their own sort of cred up. That, oh, you never guess who I saw on Saturday night. Look at my photo. And... Uh, it's just so they can kind of get their own kind of cool status up. But, but real friends are not like that. Real friends are there for you in the good times and the hard times. You know, you know each other so well, so you don't need to pretend or impress or, or be uptight. And you can just be you, you know, all the good, the bad and the ugly. And, uh, and you can know that you are loved in spite of it. You can just relax, just enjoy each other's company. So... It's important for you to know today that God wants us to be his friends. And, uh, and just like every friend, uh, you become friends with God from spending time together. You become friends with God from spending time together. I did a, uh, an assessment recently called Strengths Finders. Some of you may have done that. It's quite helpful to know uh, with a bit more clarity about what you're good at and what you're not good at. And uh, my strengths all seem to be around getting stuff done. Uh, but this report that the pops out, it says, like, give me some advice around uh, what to do with that. It says, Matt, you've, you've got to make sure that you take the time to stop and hang out with your friends. And uh, that was the advice for someone that's sort of wired like me. It's just so important that um, when you... Uh, Wanting to grow in your friendship, wanting to build your friendship, wanting to look after your friendship. The, the key is spending time with your friends. And it's so important to grab hold of this. That And then God wants to be with us. God wants to be with us. He wants to be with us all the time. Imagine if we prayed as much as we texted like, or if we messaged people. Imagine that. See, the thing with um, with God is that we can talk to him whenever and wherever you know you, you don't have to close your eyes it's just to, to pray um, and especially don't do that while you're while you're driving but uh, in first Thessalonians the, the 
encouragement from our scriptures. It says, pray all the time. Pray all the time. And God wants to be with us. He wants to be with us in the quiet times. The writer of Psalm 46 encouraged us with this. Be still and know that I am God. God wants to be with us in the honest times. You know, you become good friends by being real. Have you noticed that with your friendships? Whenever you open up about something hard, you just seem to be closer on the back of it. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus gave us advice about how to be friends with God. He says this, When you come before God, don't turn it into a theatrical production. Just find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God and you'll begin to sense His grace. So God wants to be with us in the quiet times, in the honest times. He wants to be with us all the time. But He especially wants us wants to be with us in the tough times. You know, you become great friends by going through things together. You'll hear stories of people that have uh, served in the uh, in the military in uh, active service. When they are in war zone places, they are in dangerous places, places where every day your life could be at risk. And they connect in such a deep way with each other through that. Imagine you know, going through things where you're having to count on your friends uh, with your life every day. And uh, it, those things, going through challenges like that, they bring you closer. And, you know, many people abandon a friendship in tough times and uh, when things get hard, and they, and they can do the same thing with God. But the riches in a friendship come from going through it together. There's this great old hymn that says this, what a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear, and what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit, oh, what needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. So it's so, so key if if we wanted to have the richest friendship we can with God, is to stay close to God in the hard times. Again, in Psalms 55, we're invited to to do this. Cast all your cares on the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. Yeah, I love that picture of the lost sheep. It's It's a picture of God's deep friendship. You know, that that He looks out for us when we go astray. He'll say, Matt, my friend Matt, is where, where is he? Uh, he's out there on his own. He's lost. He's probably scared. He seems to be making some bad decisions. I need to find him and, and help get him back to safety, help get him back and, and to be with us. And you know that may be you this morning. You may feel a little lost. You may feel a little afraid. You may feel far from God. And... and you don't have to be. God's arms are always open wide for you and he's, he's looking for you, inviting you in, into the best friendship possible. 
in the Bible, in Proverbs 18, it says this, One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And that friend is God. And as we have God as a friend, he's always with us, sticking closer than anyone. And he's with us and he's for us. And it's so important that you grab a hold of that this morning, especially if you're feeling far from God. God is wanting you to come back into that safety and that place where uh, he is able to look after you, pour his love into you, and show him just what a great friend he is. And look, maybe this morning you may be reminded that you used to be close to God, but things have just drifted. Yet we read, again, there's this great book in the Bible called Job. and uh, But Job went through some hard times. And in Job 29, he said this, he says, Oh, how I miss those golden years when God's friendship graced my home. And you may think of seasons back. I miss those golden years. Well, do you want that back? Well, God's not finished with you. God is wanting to restore that friendship again and, and be in that place of, of knowing Him again. In James 4, again, it says, you draw near to God and He will draw near to you. The thing is with that is that God never moves away. It's, it's us that, that tend to move away. But as we come close, we realize that he is right there with us and, and for us. So if you want to get things right with God today uh, and you'd like to talk to me about it, why don't you put a little note on our website? It's just on this contact page there. You can say, hey, Matt, I'd love to chat. Or you could send me an email, matt at coast.org.nz. It would just be such a delight for me to have a conversation, have a chat, and, um, and see... Uh, and help you get back on track with your, your friendship with God. Okay, would love you to do that. So we're going to do something very cool next. I'm going to hand it back to Rachel, and uh, she's going to give us all an opportunity to have a conversation with God. This year in Coast Kids, we have included in our morning time and space to learn how to pray and be with God. We've called this time Conversations with God, and it's a space where we are exploring and learning different ways of connecting with God in prayer. We may use words, we may listen, we may use pens, markers, or paper. We may use our imaginations and we practice being still enough in a really busy world so that we can learn to hear God with our hearts and our minds. So today, we would love to share this Conversations with God space with you and invite you into being still and being with God. We'll be using an imaginative prayer. So find a comfy position for your body. Let's close our eyes because it's so much easier not to get distracted. And let's take a couple of deep breaths before we begin. God, I pray that you will release our imagination and help us to hear you speak to us during this time together. We open our hands to you and we open our ears to you. 
come Holy Spirit. Imagine with me that you are on a walk with some friends, lots of friends. Imagine that there are 100 of you walking through the countryside, over hills, crossing streams. You are on a nature hike someplace in the wilderness. Imagine that you are feeling very safe. You are surrounded by a group of people and you aren't really worried about where you are headed right now. Somebody is leading you. And you are following the crowd as it walks through a grassy field. Though there doesn't seem to be a trail to follow. Next, imagine that you spot something colourful at the edge of the forest. It looks like a bright spot in the middle of the brown tree trunks and the green leaves. You want to take a closer look to see what the bright and colourful spot might be. It isn't very far away from everyone else. So you leave the crowd of friends just for a moment to take a closer look at what you have discovered. You are walking now, all by yourself as you head toward the edge of the forest. You can still hear the others chatting as you continue toward the bright spot in the trees. However, as you walk, you discover that the bright spot is much farther away than you had thought. You arrive now at the edge of the forest. The bright spot is nothing more than an old, old orange hunter's hat. Bright orange that was left behind by someone a long time ago. You notice that it is stuck on the end of a branch. It looks old and worn out, so you leave it where you find it. As you turn back to join your friends, you notice that they are pretty far off in the valley. You can see them turning a corner off in the distance and they head into the forest. You begin to run as fast as you can in order to catch up. But you realize that you are in a bit of trouble as you watch the last one head into the forest. You continue to run fast in order to catch up. But by the time you reach the place where they entered into the forest, they are nowhere to be found. You are alone. You are lost. Imagine that as you stand here all alone at the edge of the forest, you begin listening for voices. Though you can't see your friends, you wonder if you are really quiet and listen hard enough, perhaps you will hear them. And so you wait. You don't hear anything and so you begin to go down a path through the forest. You notice that it is getting darker and the wind begins to pick up. It's also getting colder and the sun is setting. You are alone. 
you are lost. And it begins to rain. You find some shelter underneath a hemlock tree and you begin to wonder how this could happen. How could you have gotten lost? There are 99 others somewhere in this forest and you are the only one who is lost. You are the one who is alone. What does it feel like to be alone and lost? You begin to shiver and as you reach for some leaves to cover you up, suddenly you hear a gentle voice calling out your name. You crawl quickly from underneath the tree to look around for the voice. Imagine looking up to find that it is Jesus. He wraps a blanket around you to keep you warm. You walk through the woods and come out into an open clearing where the whole group is standing. They had been looking for you all along. They noticed that you were missing and they stopped walking in order to look for you. What does it feel like to be noticed? To be looked for. To be found. What does it feel like to be the one that Jesus came looking for? There are so many things in the world that God loves. Of all the things he loves in the world, the most important is that he loves you. He loves me. He loves you so much that when you are lost, he will come looking for you. What will God do for you if you get lost? When I am lost, he will come looking for me. Let's just pray together as we close. Thank you, Jesus, that when we are lost, you will always come looking for us. Thank you, God, that you are a God who is available to us. And Holy Spirit, we pray for your peace, your closeness, and your presence for all of us for the rest of this day and over this week. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks again for tuning in to today's message. We hope and pray that it's been most helpful. If you're keen to find out more about us as a church whānau, you're welcome to go to coast.org.nz or of course we'd love to meet you in person. We meet at 10am at Aurewa College on the beautiful Hibiscus Coast and you're more than welcome. Be blessed and have a great day.